Welcome to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. My name is Bethany, most people call me B, and I'm your host. This podcast covers topics like women's health and wellness, periods, hormones, personal development, mindset, and so much more. This podcast will help inspire you to live your most crazy beautiful life. Welcome along. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. I am so excited to be recording this episode today. I have said this before, and I'll say it again. I find podcasting so like therapeutic for me, just sitting down, chit-chatting, getting it all out. In my like normal life, I'm actually a big chatterbox. I tend to never shut up. This sometimes would get me into trouble at school when I was growing up. I just, I love to chat. I love chit-chatting. And it's also something that I'm working on because I find in social situations as well, I can sometimes take over and like chat, 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 chat. And it's sometimes hard for me to be like, hey, like I need to take a step back and let somebody else talk. I love to talk, <laughs> okay? Moral of the story, I love talking and it just feels so good to be sitting here at home with my microphone recording this episode for y'all. I just got back from Mexico City last night um, and it's Sunday. I've had the nicest day. You know when you get back from a trip and you need to like unpack and like do some laundry? That's what I've been up to and because I did leave like very abruptly, it was not a trip that Danny and I were planning. Um, there was like nasty ass dish- dishes in the sink. Like I needed to clean out the fridge. Yeah. There was just a lot that had to get done today, but I've had like a really, really nice Sunday, which has been lovely. Um, something else that I've been getting better at is actually being alone. Uh, just with the way things have been unfolding lately. Um, Danny's been gone quite a lot since he's been gone like on and off since the me- middle to end of December. And I'm a very dependent person. You know, I used to have roommates and there were like four of us girls living in one house. There was always someone around. I come from a family of six. So when I'm at home, like there's always people. And then I live with Danny in our condo. So like Danny's usually around. So being alone has been something that I've been working on a lot and getting more comfortable with. I find when I'm alone, I tend to just like, I get the spookies. I love horror movies and murder podcasts and serial killer documentaries. Like that stuff is super interesting to me. And I watch too much of it to the point where I get like really freaked out and like paranoid to the point where I can't do anything. So I find when I'm home alone, I usually will just like sit on my bed or sit on the couch and actually do nothing like for a day, like do nothing. Like I probably won't even turn on the TV, maybe just read a book and stay in my PJs. But today I feel good because I managed to be productive while being alone. And it's going to set me up for a really nice week. So if you're listening to this on Monday morning, happy Monday. I hope this week is abundant and enjoyable. I hope you're feeling good going into this week and you're waking up with a smile on your face. And I hope that every day this week, you make an effort to wake up happy and go to sleep happy, as happy as you can, given the current circumstances of our lives and of the world. So yeah, that's just a little bit about where I'm at on this nice Sunday recording this episode. I have been having a really interesting time in my life. And when I started this podcast, the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast, I wanted to show 
all the things that make my life crazy and beautiful from all of the science-based and physiology things that I like from, you know, lifestyle design and from money and business and all of these different facets of my life. I really wanted to show all aspects of my crazy, beautiful life. And one aspect that I don't show often enough is the stuff that sucks and the stuff that nobody wants to see. No one wants to turn on a podcast and listen to someone complain about their life, uh, about their life. You know what I mean? Like I've, I've wanted to avoid the, the negativity and the darkness and things like that because I feel like there's enough of that in the world. We can, if we want negativity, we can turn on the news and we can see it or we go on Twitter. If we want to see sad, sad things and read about sad things, there's a million and one of those things on the internet. So I wanted my podcast to be a place where people could come and listen to the stories of my crazy, beautiful life. But the reality is the reason why my life is so crazy and is so beautiful is because there's ups and downs, there's highs and lows. And I don't want to put out this image that my life is perfect. And I just have, you know, I'm just cruising along doing all of these things and I'm so happy and everything is so abundant and fruitful because that's not how it is all of the time. And it's easy on social media to put out that image of yourself that everything is great and wonderful and we all do it and I'm guilty of it too. Um, so I thought in today's episode, um, I would provide some insight of some, some life lessons that I've learned lately after going through some of the things that I've been going through. I would say that for the last couple of months, I definitely haven't been myself and not for any reasons in particular, but just for a lot of reasons, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Okay. I love my friends. I love my family. I love my jobs. I love my employers. Um, I am super, super grateful to have the things that I have. I love Danny and I's condo. I love where we live and being near the lake. And like right now it's beautiful. You guys, like it just finished snowing. The sun has like peaked through the clouds and it's shining this beautiful light all across the lake. And yeah, I just, I have so many things to be grateful for, but I've also been very burnt out, very exhausted and pretty down. Um, I was having like a really good conversation conversation with my sister and my sister is my bestest friend and she's always really honest with me. And my sister said something that like really stabbed me in the chest and she said, your light is dimming. And that's definitely how I've been feeling lately. It's just like dull, not very creative, not very inspired and just stressed and overwhelmed. I had a really good conversation with my mom and my mom was just providing such nice insight about, you know, being in your twenties and making it abundant and colorful and enjoyable. And our twenties shouldn't be so sad and stressed and shitty. And we should, you know, approach life with a more lighthearted manner and all of these things. So that's, what's been sort of going on the past couple of months. I just, I've been really stressed, really burnt out and just sort of navigating some really tough life decisions. And I've also been kind of hard on myself because I have really big plans for the crazy, beautiful life podcast. I have really big plans for the book that I'm writing and for a special project that I'm working on. Um, and I haven't been able to execute those things as I want to because of time and because of fatigue, like truly because of fatigue. And those are just sort of some things that I've, uh, I've been working through. 
And then um, to top it off, if you follow me on Instagram, you would know. But unfortunately, there was um, someone who passed away in my boyfriend's family. So we had to go to Mexico because that's where my boyfriend's from. And that was very abrupt. And I was there for a week. My boyfriend's going to be there for quite a bit longer because there's lots of things that he has to do. Um, so, yeah, that's where that's where I've been. Um, this past week in Mexico was very sad obviously. Um, it was heartbreaking and seeing someone that you love going through such a hard time is really difficult. So if you're in the same position as me, reach out to someone, ask for help, seeing someone that you love, like go through something like this is hard. It's sad. It takes a toll on you. So take care of yourself, protect your energy and if you are in my position, please send me a DM on Instagram because I would love to chit chat. But um, also spending this past week in Mexico has given me a lot of insight, a lot of things to reflect on and a lot of, I feel like there's this map and I feel like each time I experience something new or experience something different, I start connecting different dots on the map of my life. You know, if this is all conceptual and I'm visualizing this with my eyes closed, but yeah, I see like my life as this, this map and I see each like experience and person and like environment and things as sort of connecting those dots that hopefully will one day make like a beautiful picture. Um, I feel like I, you guys are like, what the hell is this girl talking about? But yeah, that's sort of where I'm feeling after spending this last, this last week in Mexico. It was really interesting to see my boyfriend in, you know, his hometown, like where he was born, where he grew up. Um, and I feel like I understand him so much more now. And that is, I have like a big smile on my face because it's, it's really, it's really special to be like, oh, this is, why you are the way you are. Like, I just feel like I know him on such a different level, even though you guys know I've been with Danny for like almost four years. Um, but it was just really incredible to see those other parts of him in a different country where he came from. Um, so that's sort of where I'm at. And yeah, a lot of insight after, after this week, a lot of realizations, a lot of truths coming forward. I brought my journal with me because I knew that I would need it. And, um, I have some things that I really want to share. So as you can tell, this episode has almost no structure. <laughs> um, I just wanted to sit down and chat and get it out and provide y'all with some of the things that I've learned um, after going through some of the things that Danny and I have been going through. So in today's episode, I'm going to show you the three things that I know to be true about this life. And I don't have any other notes. I have the three things written down. And from there, I'm just going to go off on a tangent. So you guys, my crazy, beautiful life. These are the three things that I know to be true about this life. Let's get into it. Okay, friends. So the first thing that I know to be true about this life is that nothing is permanent and everything is temporary. I've come to learn that I'm actually not very good with change. I was reflecting on when we 
my family moved into the house that they currently live in and I was not happy. We were moving out of town into the countryside. And, you know, when we lived in town, I could walk to my friend's house. I could walk to the town pool. I could walk to the library. We could bike everywhere. Our friends were all in the neighborhood. And my parents purchased this big, beautiful home out in the country. But the downside was that you couldn't walk anywhere. I was still a young kid and I couldn't drive. Obviously, I wasn't old enough to have a license. So my siblings and I had a hard time with that move. My parents were really excited, but we didn't want to move. And it was really challenging. Then um, another example is when I moved out of the house I lived in in university with my friends. When we moved out of Euclid, I was devastated. I cried leading up to the move so much. I cried when I realized that we would have to move. I cried the week leading up to the move. I sobbed the last two days um, packing and everything like that. And I can't even go down that street in Toronto because I can't go past the house because it will just make me sad. And that change was really, really difficult for me to deal with. Um, And the same thing, like last summer I left uh, the job that I was working on the boats and that was really difficult for me. That was real. I was really freaking sad and I've realized that I'm, I'm not very good with change. And now something that I know to be true about this life is that nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary and things are going to change and things are going to happen. And that's just taking you into the next phase of your life. That's just turning the next page of your book and writing the next chapter of your life story. And then I think about emotions, right? I think about the times that I was so happy. Like, I think about summer 2018 all of the time. And if you're listening to this podcast and if you were part of that summer, then you know that summer was so, so good. All of my closest friends were living in the city. We were all working the same jobs on the boat. That was the summer that Danny and I started dating and we fell in love. And that was just such an amazing time in my life. And it makes me so happy. And I felt like those days would never, ever end. And they did. And, you know, that portion of my life, that chapter of my life came to a conclusion. And then the next chapter started. Nothing is permanent. The good times are not permanent. So if you're in a good and happy time of your life, cherish every single moment. Be so present. Write down how you feel. Take pictures. Take so many pictures and take videos. You guys, you know this about me. I take so many videos. I love to compile them into little like summer, like summaries or a summary of the year or a reflection of the year. And I know that my friends are really good sports about it. And I'm always whipping at my camera and whipping at my phone to take videos. And my friends are great about it because they know like, this is something that I just cherish so much. But when I'm having experiencing a low, I can always go back and watch those videos and they put a big smile on my face and they take me right back into that moment. There's something about videos of hearing the sound of someone's voice and hearing the sound of someone's laugh. I just, I love it so much. I feel like I value videos actually more than photos, but I can go back to those happy moments of my life and happiness is temporary. Nothing is permanent. Everything is temporary. And when you're in those happy moments, you truly have to be there to feel it, to like 
just be so present that you feel every inch of it and you smell every smell and hear every sound and laugh every laugh and dance every song. And like, you just have to really capture those moments and hold them so near and dear to you and try to remember them. And then if you're going through a low, you know, when you're, when you're sad, maybe you've experienced a loss that like what recently happened to Danny and I, maybe you have been doing really bad in school, or maybe your partner broke up with you or you broke up with them, or you're feeling really down about your life or you're feeling like you're behind. Just remember that those feelings are also temporary. Everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent. So if you're having a really hard time right now, know that that hard time will come to an end. Know that every storm eventually stops raining. Know that every single moment is just a moment in time. It's just a flash in the greater picture of your life. It's just a pause. It's not the forever. It's not the still frame that you're stuck in because life doesn't have a still frame right? We can't push pause on life. It just keeps going and know that better days are coming. You don't know when, but you know that eventually they will come and that can give you a little bit of hope looking into the future. I remember as an example, there was a time when I was in university and I'm sure many of you can relate to this, but final season and just being doing finals and being in that mindset of like, this is horrible. This is awful. You have all of these final papers and final projects and presentations and then all of these exams and you just feel like it's never going to end. And something that my mom always used to say when I would chat with her during exam season, she would always say, think about how good it's going to feel when it's done and you get to come home for the holidays or for the summer. Think about how good it's going to feel when it's done. And I would always be stuck in this mindset of, mom, it doesn't matter how good it's going to feel when it's done. Like this is awful. And I have this, that, and the other to do. And I haven't slept in days and I'm overworked and I'm overtired and I'm overwhelmed and I'm not going to do well on my tests and all of these things. And I would get so stuck in the now, so stuck in the this is horrible. This is the worst thing ever. I hate everything. I am so tired that I never really grasped onto that hope of this is temporary. I'm going to get through this. This is just a little tiny couple of weeks in the grand scheme of my life where I'm feeling like shit, looking like shit, eating like shit, and just genuinely not happy. But my mom, my mom has this incredible nature about her where she's just like, yeah, but it's almost over. Yeah, it's you're going to get through it. You're going to deal with it. It's going to be fine. And I find that really, really valuable about her. And I've really had this, this realization with, you know, what is happening with Danny and I right now in our lives, that this feeling of sadness and of heartache and of loss is, is temporary and the sun will rise and we'll try again. And, you know, spring will come and the flowers will bloom and the days will get warm and long and, yeah, it's um, it's interesting because I know that this is a temporary feeling and it's easy to get stuck in this. I'm going to feel this way forever. I'm going to be sad forever. I'm going to, you know, be depressed forever. I'm going to have X, Y, Z forever, but nothing is forever. Nothing is permanent and everything is temporary. That is the first thing that I know to be true about this life. The second thing that I know to be true about this life is that you never, ever, 
ever know when it's going to be the last time that you speak to someone. And I know this sounds very morbid and this sounds very sad, but I'm actually saying this with a different perspective on my life. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen 10 years from now, 10 months from now, 10 weeks from now, 10 days from now, 10 minutes from now. I I don't know what's going to happen in 10 minutes. Maybe someone's going to call me in 10 minutes. Maybe I don't freaking know. Maybe there's going to be a fire alarm in 10 minutes. Like I don't know. We never know what is going to happen in this life. So you never know when it might be the last time that you chat with someone. You never know when it might be, you know, the last time that you do X, Y, Z. Something that my friends and I talk about all the time is we used, this is so silly, but I don't care. We used to always go to the library to study together. And we one day went to the library all together to study, not knowing that that was the last time that we would do that because of the lockdown and then we all graduated. So we didn't know that was going to be the last time. If you are an athlete, for example, and you're in your very last season of your athletic career, I I played my last rugby game at U of T. I didn't know if that was my last rugby game because we might've like we might have went on in the finals. Um, We might not have. So I had to play that game like it was my last game because I didn't know if it was going to be my last. I didn't know if it was going to be my second last. You never know what's going to happen in this life. You just don't. We can make plans. We can make goals. I'm a huge planner. You guys have seen my agenda. I make so many plans. But the plan, that map of your life that I talked about in the beginning, going to do what it wants. Life is going to do what it wants. And you can plan as much as you want and have as many dreams and aspirations as you want, but life will take the course that it wants to take. And because life takes the course that it wants to take, and there is a larger picture that we can't control, you never know when it's going to be the last time you see someone, when you talk to someone, when you write a letter to someone or send a card to someone, you just never know. And why does this matter? This matters because I feel like we spend a lot of time in our lives gossiping and being mad at people and holding grudges and making arguments out of silly little things that really don't matter. And I'm not saying that your feelings don't matter. And I'm not saying that, you know, if someone wronged you, that you should just be like, la-di-da, doesn't matter. I'm just saying that maybe we should change our perspective on things. When I leave this life, when I leave this earth, I want to remember amazing, amazing, amazing times with people. And I feel like one of the things that I'll regret is arguing with people over silly little things, especially arguing with my family members over silly little things. I have one family and doesn't make sense to argue or fight with them because I never know when it's going to be the last time I'll see them. And that's might sound morbid, but that's the reality of life. Anything can happen at any given moment. So I, I want to make sure that my last memories with people are amazing. I don't want to waste time making arguments and fights over silly little things that in the grand scheme don't really matter. I think it'll bring a lot more peace to my life having this perspective as well. I'm sure you've probably heard this quote and I got it from, I think, Jay Shetty's podcast, but he says, if it it won't matter five years, five months, five days from now, 
five years, five months, or five days from now, then it's not worth spending more than five minutes of your time on. So if someone wrongs you in some sort of way or you get into an argument with someone because that's unavoidable and that's going to happen, but is it worth it to engage in an argument or a fight or something like that if it's not going to matter five years from now, five months from now, or five days from now? That doesn't mean that you should allow yourself to be pushed around or you shouldn't advocate for yourself. Those things obviously matter, but I'm talking about the the meaningless things that we quibble over with our friends or with our family or with our grandma or whatever. I'm just having this new perspective that like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to start things or engage in things that in the grand scheme just don't matter. Forgive people, let go of grudges, say you're sorry, move on, you know, take away your pride and admit when you've wronged someone and don't try and get back at people for things if they've wronged you. Know that karma will get them. Know that the world works in a very circular motion and the universe works in a very circular pattern where what goes around comes around. And my mom used to always say that when I was growing up. Man, I'm having so many realizations about my mom right now. But my mom used to always say what goes around comes around. So when I would get in little bats at school with other girls or whatever, I would always want to get my revenge and engage and get them back and hurt people the way that they had hurt me. And my mom used to always say, what goes around comes around. And I never believed her. And now I, I, I do. And I'm realizing that sinking our energy into these arguments or whatever, it just isn't worth it. It's it's just not. I don't want to argue with my my sister over something stupid because I don't know when the last time I'll see my sister is. And obviously, if there's something that happens between my sister and I, I may get in a spat, that's normal. It's going to happen. But if it's not going to matter five days, five months, or five years from now, then why spend more than five minutes on it? Say you're sorry. Say when you said X, it hurt me, or I'm sorry for saying X and, and move on. I don't want to fight with Danny anymore. We all fight with our partners. Like we all do it. I'm not saying that Danny and I don't have fights and I never want to give the impression that, that we have this perfect relationship because we don't, but like, I don't want to fight with my boyfriend. Like I don't know what's going to happen. He could walk out of the house and go to work and something could happen. Like I could go to work and something could happen. Like life will do whatever it wants. And I want to make sure that my last moments with people are amazing. And this sounds so morbid, you guys, and I hope you're following, but I just, it's not worth it to argue with my boyfriend because I love him. Like I really, really love him so much. And I want to look back on this life and just remember so much abundance and happiness and joy and not invest my time or my energy or my effort into little fights that won't matter. You know, fights about, I don't know, making sure you turn the heat off before you leave the house or locking the door or whatever. The things that just won't matter in the grand scheme of things are just so not worth my energy. And I think we should protect our energy a little bit more as well. And that's sort of where I'm going with this this as well as like, you never know when it's going to be the last time that you see someone, but also like protect your energy. Like we have a finite number of days on this earth. We have a finite amount of energy that we can put out in a day, in a week, in a month. Energy is not infinite, right? We need to protect our energy because we if we just keep giving more and more and more of our energy to stupid shit, then we're going to burn out. So don't give your energy to negativity online. Don't give your energy to people who maybe don't like you and are in your Instagram comments hating on you. Don't give your energy to people who are saying bad things on the internet and getting in Facebook spats with them because your energy is finite. 
protect your energy. Put up a little wall, a little aura around you that is your energy field and protect the energy that you have because it's important. I haven't been protecting my energy lately. I have been burning out. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I've been burning out like crazy and I need to protect my energy. So yeah, that's that's the second thing I know to be true about this life is you never know when it's going to be the last time you see someone. So engaging in stupid little fights is probably not worth it. And protect your energy because these stupid little fights take so much energy out of you. And in the grand scheme of things, they don't really matter. The third thing that I know to be true about this life is that your health and wellness is absolutely sacred. And this is one of the biggest realizations for me personally, knowing what I know about the human body and about oxidative stress and about glucocorticoids and about aging and all of these things and Alzheimer's disease and sleep deprivation. I I learned about all of this in university. I've learned about how sacred our health and wellness is. I've learned learned about the foods we eat, the hours we sleep, the stress that we put on ourselves. I've learned about all of it and I've ignored it and I've tried to implement so many things into my life, but I still put my body through hell. Honestly, I do. I'm so guilty of it. I'm so guilty of putting my body through literal hell in the name of hustle culture, in the name of building a career for myself, making money. Like, why do we do that? Like, why do we stay up late and stress and work long hours and put ourselves through literal hell when I know the physiological ramifications of putting your body through hell. And I can talk about this in so many different facets from a physiological standpoint, such as reproduction, cardiovascular disease, cancer. I know about stress and how it can cause a lot of different illnesses, dysfunctions, and diseases. I know this, and yet I still put myself through hell. Like, what the frig? I'll still eat like literal trash, even though I know all of the physiological ramifications of that as well, and the psychological ramifications, and the emotional ramifications. Why do we do this? Why do we put ourselves through hell? Why do we force ourselves into sleep deprivation? Why do we run ourselves into the ground and commit to too many things? And like, what the frig? Who taught us this? I know who did. Hustle culture. Hustle culture taught us this. And also, unfortunately, women, the patriarchy taught us this. We were taught that we, as women, if we want to have a place in this world, we have to work way freaking harder. Like, that's just the damn truth. And I'm realizing, like, going through what we've been going through that our health and wellness is so sacred. And if you don't care for yourself, it will catch up with you. And it caught up with me before this past week in Danny and I's lives. Um, It did catch up with me. I've been feeling pretty miserable, to be honest. I've been feeling really run down, burnt out, all of these things. And it caught up with me. And for years, I put myself through the ringer of, you know, university, also student athlete, also working, also volunteering, also, 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 also. And now it's catching up with me. My body's worn down and it's starting to get mad at me and it's starting to be experiencing like chronic fatigue syndrome and my creativity's gone and all of these things. You know, we can shove our health and wellness aside all that we want, but it will catch up with you. And taking care of yourself, taking care of your body is just, it's so important. Why? 
on earth do we put off exercising and movement when we know how essential it is for the maintenance of our bone mineral density, for the maintenance of our psychological wellness, cerebral blood flow, for the maintenance of our emotional wellness and happiness and all of these things. Why don't we just go through periods where we just won't exercise or we won't move, we won't walk, we won't do anything? Like, why don't we prioritize that? Why don't we prioritize eating, you know, a whole food-based, nutritious meals and stuff? Why? This is another question that I have. Why do we like restrict ourselves from foods and eat like less when our body's telling us that it needs more? Why do we do that? Why do we do these crazy ass diets that leave us feeling energy depleted and leave us feeling hangry and like starving? Why do we do that? Like, God, why do we starve ourselves after like a period of indulging? Be like, oh, well, I indulged too much. Now I'm going to starve myself instead of rewarding ourselves with the things that our body needs. I know when I'm feeling bad, I like crave food that makes me feel really good. I listen to my body and my body says, hey, go get some damn broccoli. I actually love broccoli. Like, I love it. Um, I'll like crave watermelon sometimes. Sometimes if I'm not feeling great, I'll crave oranges. I get oranges, like cravings for oranges a lot. Actually, I'll crave protein. Like it's, it's really, really interesting. But health and wellness is sacred. And if you're not taking care of your health and wellness, it will catch up to you. There are so many lifestyle related illnesses. And I don't think that we talk about them enough because we don't want to blame the victim, right? We don't want to blame the person. And that's an interesting conversation from like a public health standpoint is I know the social determinants of health. There are seven social determinants of health, your socioeconomic status, your environment, your education, all of these different things impact your health, but doing what you can with within the, the constraints or with the awareness of the social determinants of health, I think is really, really important. Um, yeah, I can't remember where I was going with that, but like, I know that we can't put the blame on the victim, but there are a lot of lifestyle related illnesses that we can sort of prevent. One of them that we can all do is we can all meditate and meditate looks different. Meditation looks different for everyone. Um, I find going for walks very meditative. I'm not the type of person to like sit on the floor, although sometimes I do. Um, but I just, I find walks very, very meditative. My sister's really good at manifestation meditations. So whenever she asks me to do one, I will sit on the couch and do a meditation, a manifestation meditation. But I think that we can all meditate because meditation and bringing the cortisol, your stress levels down, bringing glucocorticoids down, getting yourself out of sympathetic tone and into parasympathetic tone, which is your rest and digest, is actually so, so, so important for your health. If you want to know more about this, the effects of stress on all the different functions in the human body, I recommend reading the book, Why Zebras Don't Get Stomach Ulcers. It talks about stress and cardiovascular stress and Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Talk, it talks about every single system, your digestive system, your reproductive system, all of them are discussed in this book and how stress actually has very physical and physiological ramifications on these systems. So yeah, that's uh, that's something that we all can do is we can all meditate. We can all find peace and bliss and quietness, and that can have an amazing, amazing impact on our overall health and wellness. So 
yeah, our, our health is sacred. And if you put yourself through the ringer, if you run yourself into the ground, you're going to burn out. You're going to feel like shit. It's going to happen. And you are putting yourself at risk for lifestyle related illnesses. That is the truth. So that is the third realization. That's the third thing that I know to be true about this life is that our health is so sacred and we need to take care of it because we never know what's going to happen. We never know when there's going to be another global pandemic. We never know when something's going to happen that puts our health at risk. Our health is just, it's such a sacred essence. And even when I got COVID, I was so grateful that I do live a healthy, active lifestyle. I was so grateful because I was very, very fortunate that I was completely fine. I had a little bit of a cold, but I was completely fine. And I know that not everyone is going to experience COVID the same way that I did. Um, And I'm not trying to be insensitive to the people who did experience it worse. I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm just saying that our health is sacred. And I'm so grateful to be a healthy person and to have gone through that and been okay. I was even um, thinking about like how sacred our health is when I did have COVID because I couldn't find anywhere to get tested in the city. And this is before Canada changed the testing requirements. Now you actually can't get tested unless you are like an at-risk population. Um, So if you do get it in Canada, you're just supposed to assume that you have it and stay home, which is interesting. Um, But during that time when I needed to get tested, I was so grateful that I was a healthy person because I actually just ran. I ran around the city to a couple different pharmacies asking if any of them would test me. And I remember thinking like, I'm so happy that I can run. I'm so happy that I can do things like that because I can't drive anywhere. Like I don't have a car in Toronto. I didn't want to take an Uber because I had a feeling I had COVID and I didn't want to take public transit because I didn't want to expose anyone else. So I just ran. And I remember being like, wow, I'm so grateful that my body can do that. I'm so grateful that I'm healthy enough to do this because our health and wellness is sacred. Over um, the Christmas holidays, my sister and her boyfriend and Danny and I all went snowboarding. And I was like hitting jumps and eating shit and just falling all over the place. And I had another like like aha moment where I was like, wow, how cool is it that I can hit a jump and eat major shit and not break a single bone in my body because I take care of my health and I don't have osteoporosis or sarcopenia or anything like that. And how cool is it that I can do these things? Because, you know, chatting with different individuals in my field and I, I learn a lot from patients and things like that is illness can creep up on you and it can take your health away from you. And other people might not be able to hit a jump and get up and be completely fine. Other people might not be able to run around in the cold and going into the lake. I love going into the ice ass cold lake because it feels so good. And how cool is it that I can do that? How cool is it that I'm healthy enough to just jump in a freezing ass cold lake, try and stay in for as long as possible, get out. My feet are numb. My hands are numb. My body's numb. And then my body's just fine. That's so cool. Like our health and wellness is so, so sacred. And we don't know what's going to happen to our bodies as we age. We don't know when we might get a freak illness and it might take our health away from us. And we might not be able to walk or run and jump or play or anything. So take care of yourself. Take care of your body. 
eat foods that make you feel good, move as often as you can, regulate your stressors, meditate, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's playing music. Maybe it's poetry. Maybe it's reading or walking or whatever meditation looks like for you. I don't even care if it's, if it's strange, maybe it's doing arts and crafts. Maybe it's, I have no idea. It's different for everyone, but meditate, please meditate, regulate your stressors, bring your cortisol down, get into that parasympathetic tone, your rest and digest nervous system. Do the things that you love. Do the things that put a smile on your face. If you like baking, then you should bake some more. If if you like running, then you should run some more. Like take care of yourself, please. Because something can happen out of nowhere and it could take your health and wellness away from you. And our health and wellness is so, so sacred. Do what you can so that you can live a life that is full of fun and mobility and enjoyment and longevity. Take care of yourself because there are lifestyle-related illnesses that we can prevent or mitigate based on the decisions that we make now. My health in my 30s will be determined by my choices in my 20s, and my health in my 40s will be determined by the choices I make in my 20s, and so on and so on and so on. The habits that I create now are the habits that will set me up for a life that is enjoyable or a life that is full of pain and illness. I know that there are illnesses that are genetic. I know that we cannot prevent everything. I know that the blame is not on the victim of said illnesses, but I I do know that there are things that I can do in my life right now to make sure that I'm healthy for as long as possible. And if one of those illnesses that I that I can't prevent do sneak up on me, I'll be reminded that my health and wellness is sacred. And I should be so grateful for my health and wellness. I should be so interested in taking care of myself and making sure that I'm good and regulating my stressors and emotions so that I can live the happiest possible life because anything can change in an instant. Nothing is temporary or everything is temporary. My health could be taken away in the blink of an eye. So yeah, that's my third thing I know to be true about this life is that your health and wellness is sacred. So you guys, Those are the three things that I know to be true about this life. And I hope they weren't too morbid. I hope that you're smiling because I'm smiling. I'm, I'm not feeling sad. I'm feeling really good about these realizations. I hope you didn't find these realizations too morbid. Um, I just, I had to share. They were, it, it came to me one night while, while I was in Mexico, I grabbed my journal and I wrote them down. The three things that I know to be true about this life is that nothing is permanent and everything is temporary. So just remember the good times won't last forever and the bad times also won't last forever. So you can appreciate both. The second thing I know to be true about this life is you never truly know when it may be the last day that you see someone. So cherish the moments with the people that you love. Don't invest your energy in stupid shit that really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And the third thing I know to be true about this life is that your health and wellness is sacred. Take care of yourself. Take care of your energy. Protect your energy. Fill yourself with good food, good memories, good people. And 
exercise as often as you can in ways that feel good for you because exercise looks different for everyone. Movement looks different for everyone. And stop being so goddamn stressed out because it's going to sneak up on you. And there's no sense being stressed out at all because we know how many negative ramifications that stress can have on the body. So that's that. Those are my three realizations, the three things that I know to be true about this life. And it is a beautiful life. It's a crazy beautiful life because we do experience highs and lows and we experience a full heart and we also experience an empty, broken heart. And we experience really amazing times with beautiful sunsets and we experience really freaking shitty storms. And right now I'm looking out my window and a beautiful sunset is coming, which is amazing because it was snowing and then it was like kind of rainy and then the sun started peeking through and now it's going to be a, a beautiful sunset. But I'm going to appreciate this beautiful sunset because I know that maybe the next day it's going to be a hurricane out here. Like, I don't know. We never know. Life is unpredictable. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you're leaving it with a little bit of insight and a little bit of perspective. And I hope that you pull something from this, whether it's to take care of yourself or to call someone that maybe you had an argument with and you want to make amends. Maybe you're leaving this episode realizing that the tough time that you're in is going to come to an end. Or maybe you're realizing that all of the happiness you're feeling right now is temporary and you want to cherish these moments as, as best as you can. I hope that you're leaving this episode feeling inspired, feeling maybe hopeful, or maybe feeling grateful. I want to know your thoughts, so let's start a little chat in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. Head there right now, Crazy Beautiful Life, on Facebook, and let's chit-chat about it. If you guys like this episode, then make sure to give me a five-star Apple podcast review. This podcast cannot grow without you. So please, y'all, if you like these episodes, head on over there. It takes two minutes. Give me a wee review. And this week, I will be sending out some information to my email subscribers. So if you want to head to bethanyspears.com, sign up for my email list. You'll be the first to know about exclusive offers, events, and so much more. I love you guys so much. It is a beautiful life. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me an Apple podcast review. This podcast cannot and will not grow without your help. So if you have a moment, a little review goes a long way. If you'd like to stay in touch with the Crazy Beautiful Life community, you can follow me on Instagram at B-E-E.S-P-I-E-R-S. That's at B Spears on Instagram. And you can join the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group for exclusive content, one-on-one time, and all the empowerment that you need. Have a wonderful day. And remember, it is a beautiful life.